Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Coaches are never 100% wrong. So let's go to this. Do you want to pull up this uh, tweet and this comment? Something that Jeremy Pruitt said about Michael Penix earlier this year or earlier no, it's in his a, it's, it's, it's a comment it's no it's a uh, interview that uh mike griffith just did with jeremy pruitt um okay about- because mike griffith loves jeremy pruitt loves nick saban would give them back massages every single day if they needed some so i'm not surprised to see this but let's see what pruitt had to say about michael Penix, who theoretically could have been tennessee's starting quarterback over Joe Milton this year, provided maybe that gap or maybe a little bit more. He is, was a Heisman finalist. It's brought to you, Don Don Self. Don Self, customer service still matters. State Farm agent Don Self for over 40 years. When you make that claim, you got to get it. And I know everybody's price shopping. Don't do it. It's not worth it. DonSelf.net, right down down there, DonSelf.net. They pride themselves on making sure you and your family won't have any surprises at the time of your claim. Is Tennessee a better football program with Michael Penix on their roster right this second, Caleb? Well, let's address what Jimmy Pruitt said first. Um, okay, well, because... but, but I want to I provide some background. So for those that don't know, if, if he were on their roster, are they better right now? I'm going to say no. I'm just going to say okay. no. Uh, okay. Now, how how is it that he could have been on their roster for those that don't know? So, Michael Penix, for those who don't know, was committed to Tennessee. And he's – I want to speak highly of his character for a minute. He was committed to Tennessee, the program. Even though Butch Jones signed him, He was his family were – his parents were both athletes at Tennessee Tech right down the road. And so, he was committed to Tennessee – when Butch Jones was fired, he said, I committed to the program, not the coach. So he stayed through Tennessee throughout the Shiano coaching search, all the debacles that happened. Pruitt loved what in, he said in the post loved what he said in the post game. I don't always watch these, but I watched it this time. Uh he put it all on him. All on him. I was impressed by that. I don't know if you saw his post game press conference. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. So Pruitt came in and with Tyson Helton, who was the offensive coordinator at the time. Pulled Tyson, pulled Michael Penix's scholarship. Now there's some debate. Robert Gillespie, the one, an assistant coach at Tennessee at the time, a running backs coach, said that they pulled his scholarship because he was a lefty. He was left-handed. Pruitt says that's not true at all. Pruitt says the truth of the matter is, here's his quote: "The truth of the matter is, we all watched the tape, and just being completely honest, we didn't think he was good enough at that point in his career when he was 17 years old. It's not a perfect science." But look at him now. He's two inches taller and 30 pounds heavier. A grown man. I'm happy for him. It has worked out great. I am just going to say I believe Pruitt on that just because I don't think any coaches. I don't think Pruitt would have a philosophy of no left-handed quarterbacks. I've never heard of a coach who has that philosophy. So I think there's some of it out there where if you were the exact same, they're going with the righty because the way the offenses are built. I do think that's out there. I don't think there's one left-handed quarterback in the NFL, even like third string, right? 
That is true, but Steve Young is a Hall of Famer and he was a lefty. Yeah, but I think it's changed since then. I think it's I think it's a right-handed man's game, but that doesn't mean that you wouldn't alter things to get him. I just think you would want to find a really good left-handed backup so that your offense doesn't have to mirror when he's in the game. Uh, he's grown two inches. I'm not going to hold this against Jeremy Pruitt, but I'll go ahead and tell you that if, if it works out somehow where he's behind Hooker in 2022 and he's available and it's him and Milton on the same roster, he's playing instead of Milton. I'm going to say Jeremy Pruitt was a thousand percent right. He didn't even miss. And I'm going to tell you guys why he didn't miss. Michael Penix. Okay, but does he play over Milton? I don't think so. I don't think so. Michael mm. Penix could not. Michael Penix at four years in Indiana, he was two inches shorter, 30 pounds lighter. And guess what? All four years at Indiana, he suffered season ending injuries. All four years. He was too brittle. He couldn't stay healthy. He looked he like a high this year. He didn't get hurt this year in a better conference. Barely. It was not a better conference. No, it wasn't. That's my point. It was not a better conference. And this is the point I'm trying to bring up, guys. Pac-12 is clearly in a, was a step below the Big Ten, at least the upper echelon of the Big Ten. In it toughness. Just, in toughness. Michael Penix last night, we watched that game. Were we not watching the same game? And Michael Penix was horrible. Dave, did you see that fourth down miss he had? I think he's, yes. I think he's a hair better than Joe Milton, but I don't think it's clear cut. I think he, I think last night, I've watched him play several other times because he's played on night games after we've gotten done with our coverage. I think that he is better than he played last night. I thought he played one of his poorest games last night. So I'm not judging him just off last night. He's significantly better than Joe Milton as a whole. Period. I think the more he gets, I think he's the type of quarterback, the more he gets hit, the worse he plays. And he didn't get hit a lot in Pac-12 ball. And I got to be honest with you. If Michael Penix played in the SEC, he'd be looking like that regularly. And I, I, I came to that conclusion last night watching him play. That was a, you know what that game reminded me of? And here's an, this kid I'm going to name another great kid. Do you remember the year? Do you remember Troy Smith at Ohio State, Dave, when he won the Heisman? I totally remember him. Yeah. I, I mean, he's a guy that is, if he's three inches taller, he's playing in the NFL more consistently. What happened to Troy Smith when he played Florida in the national title game that year? That wrecked Rough. his draft stock, didn't it? Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened to Michael Penix last night. He played a real defense. The The stereotype that the Pac-12 doesn't play defense rang as true as ever and because of what happened to Michael Penix when he played Michigan last night. And I just have to be honest. I I had to reevaluate. I actually I had Michael Panics like right there with Jane Daniels in my Heisman race, and then I I, I edged Jane Daniels, and I, I I think you said you voted for him, but like I, I was yeah I wasn't I, I thought Michael Panics was a close second. I'm wrong. Michael Panics is a distant second. Okay, after last night, that would not have happened if Michael Panics would have looked like that more often than not if he played at Tennessee. I'm just aren't you being a little bit hard on him? Is it that just one game? I mean, I know you watch a lot of ball. It, that's not the first time you've seen him play. I, it's the first time I've seen him play Michigan's, defense. Michigan, Michigan's going to have the better athletes, especially at the skill positions in the defensive backfield. Yes, but the problem was here. I can understand, you know, Michigan's open field tackling was incredible. Michael Penix was under duress a lot of the time. But when that happens, a quarterback still should be able to make the easy throws. That fourth and seven throw, I'm sorry, that to me that means he that that was evidence that he got totally rattled. 
who did he play this year, Dave, that would have tested him? Did you? I know everyone wants to bring up Texas. Guys, did y'all watch Texas play this year? They were a bad defense all year. They did not have a good defense. You can bring up the Alabama game. I can bring up that Alabama's offense was a total disaster at that moment in time. Texas yeah. did not have a defense. Free Con, thanks for trying to rip you. Congratulations on the national championship. One game, I thought he didn't play particularly well, uh, but that that was Michigan's doing, in, in my opinion. So <clears throat> let me ask you this. Can you look up his quarterback rating? And then I'm going to go through the SEC quarterbacks and ask you if you would take them over Penix this season. So I think it's clear you would take him over Joe Milton III, and if he was somehow involved in Tennessee's program, he would have been the starter this season, and Joe Milton III would have transferred somewhere else or, I don't know, tried to get another year of eligibility because apparently every college football player gets to stay in college until they're 38 years old. But that's another topic. Uh, Jaden Daniels. Now, I know you take Jaden over Penix, right? That's not even a question. Okay, it's right. Jalen Milrow. You don't love Milrow. I know you don't. He's second don't. in the SEC in quarterback, pat, uh, quarterback rating. I take Jalen Milrow. I take Jalen Milrow. And I know I, I, I hammered him for the loss to Michigan, but he also didn't have a center in that game. I would too. Uh, bad snaps all around. Can't You can't be comfortable. Car Carson Beck, we'd both take him, right? Not even a question, Carson Beck. Jackson Dart? I'm taking Jackson Dart. Agreed. Graham Mertz, Florida. Okay, that quarterback rating is so skewed. I'm not taking Graham Mertz over Michael Pitts. <laughs> okay, Brady, Brady Cook, Missouri. Yes, I'm taking Brady Cook over Michael Penix easily. Okay, Spencer, Spencer Rattler. Yep. Milton the third. You're going to disagree with me, but yes, I'm taking Milton oh over Michael Penix. I'm taking Milton K over Michael Penix. AJ Jefferson. Yes. It's gone absurd. Yeah, so you you now. Uh, for you, a true Heisman candidate, Caleb, at best is the 10th best quarterback in the SEC. Are you saying the SEC is that much better? Guys, I love Caleb Calhoun, but somebody help me here. My goodness gracious. Tell me, tell me who Michael Penix played well against this year that you would consider quality. They beat Oregon twice. By the way, those were both fluke wins. I would still pick Oregon tomorrow over Washington if they played on the, on the field. Michael Penix is this year's Max Duggan. Remember Max Duggan or Dugan, whatever you pronounce his name, the quarterback for TCU last year? Yes. That's who Michael Penix is this year. Okay. And I'm sorry to be that way. He's the 2006 Troy Smith. Go back and watch Troy Smith throughout 2006. Won the Heisman and then played Florida. And Jarvis Moss was in his face all night. And Jarvis Moss came out and said, yeah, there's about five SEC teams that could have done what we did to Joyce, Troy Smith tonight. All right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with free climb here. I thought Michigan's defense made things go wrong. I, well, I don't I, think it was mistake. Wait a minute. Two things can opinion. be true. Yes, Michigan's defense made things go wrong. That is absolutely true. And I'm not trying to take anything away from it from their defense, but your defense can make things go wrong and a quarterback still look decent. And Michael Penix didn't even look decent last night. Uh, Kyle McCord looked better than Michael Penix against Michigan, against that Michigan defense. Is that fair Some to say? This episode is made possible by PWC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud. 
fuel innovation with responsible AI and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Some people are calling Caleb insane. So I want to get him, uh, give him the proper opportunity to uh, respond to that because right now the message board thinks that Caleb, when he talks about Milton and Penix is that's crazy, but it's brought to you by apex apparel group design brand market your way. You've got to call Tyler 865-919-3001 cups, shirts, everything you need apex apparel group.com. So this is our five favorite minutes Defend yourself and the message board. You tell me, if our Caleb Calhoun has done a good enough job defending himself, tell me how you would take Joe Milton over Michael Penix, everything equal. They both come in in January as midterm transfers, and you're going to settle on Milton? I just think it's close, but I think it's not really Milton. I think Penix is a very average quarterback. I think you backtracked just a little bit. No, I didn't say it's clear cut, Milton. I said it's I said it's debatable and it's close. By the way, let's pull up if you because you're going with stats now. You want to stat me to death? Let's pull up Joe Milton's QB rating. Funny enough, it's actually not that bad. Funny enough, okay. Technically, it's Joe Milton. Eighth, it's eighth best in the SEC. And make sure we're but we're both looking the same ones because there's two ratings. I go to uh, CFP. Where would stats. it be in the Pac-12, Dave? What would Joe Milton's stats look like in the Pac-12? in this offense if he could do this in the sec okay well i'll tell you what i'll take a look at the pac 12 and let's see where he ranks right there so obviously these are oranges to apples or apples to oranges or you may even throw a banana in there but by conferences if you go into the pac 12 and you take a look at this guy named uh uh michael Penix. He's a 157.06, okay? So he's thrown for more yards than anybody in that conference. But as far as a rating, as a rating, he's not first. He's not second. First, by the way, is Bo Nix, that incredible guy from Oregon who's uh, a Heisman finalist. And there's Caleb Williams, maybe the best pure passer in the past decade in the NFL. Then there's Noah Fafita that everybody loves at Arizona. Then there's Michael Penix. So there you go. I just doesn't that isn't that doesn't that expose a log to your bonfire? You should say thank you now. I was going to say thank you because doesn't that expose how bad Pac-12 defenses were? It does. I'm just, I'm sorry. No. Like, so, if, so if he were, um, let's say he had the same rating, which he wouldn't, uh, but let's put, okay. So Milton's rating for the record is 147.27. There's only nine guys that have thrown enough passes in the pack 12 to qualify, but that would put Milton at six behind Shador Sanders. I do think, by the way, I think Shador is the best quarterback in the Pac-12. Y'all call me crazy. I think Shador is the best quarterback in the Pac-12. And I think he, he just has scouts to... love Caleb, uh, Caleb. Well, you too, but Caleb Williams. I'm hearing like he could be like freaky generational type passer. So you know, that's Williams, something to catch an eye on. Caleb Williams won me over 
as USC was struggling in November more than he won me over the year before or anything. Did you notice he ha- he kind of did everything he could for you? It was actually funny enough, the Washington USC game. Remember that game earlier this year where Washington won? If anybody watched that game, Caleb Williams was the best. USC put up 42 points because Caleb Williams is great. Michael Penix led Washington to 52 points because USC's defense was trash. Quite honestly, it was, it was, it, it was, Michael Penix's play was more about USC's awful defense. Caleb Williams' play was actually just more about Caleb Williams, if we're going to be honest. Yep. For the record, don't forget to go back and vote for, uh, it's today's poll question. Michigan would be a blank, uh, annually in the SEC. Uh, they would be a contender type of season with Alabama or Georgia. They'd be fourth uh, best year to year. That's behind Alabama, Georgia. And it always seems like there's another program that's knocking on the door, uh, be it LSU a couple of years ago. But there always seems like or Ole Miss this year uh, or maybe Tennessee one year, um, which would put them at a, at, a, at a fourth best ranking. I'm curious out of the three choices below that would be mean it means you're not even knocking on the door of an sec championship where would you put the michigan team that we saw last night i'd put them i told you alabama georgia and michigan would be all in one tier i think they're all like i don't know who would win but they're all like in the tier of one of them could win the sec title the advantage firmly believe that you firmly believe they're peers now they're peers now now that michigan's beat alabama and georgia's beat at alabama so that we know that that those two programs are equal because we thought Alabama was so the evolution yeah, of the, football over the past four years makes you think there are three preeminent teams. Well, and I don't know if this is year in and year out. Michigan was a veteran team, and I can't believe I'm going to be. This is something I like. General Nealon would say I sound like I'm talking football out of the 1950s here, Dave. But if you watched Michigan this year, the thing that stood out was I hate this word; it's so overused, but it actually applies here. It's the most disciplined football team I've ever seen, honestly. And I'm telling you, the guy walking the face of the earth that's going to get the most out of a set of 85 guys, his name is Jim Harbaugh, and you cannot like is. him. Um, Nick Nick Saban's going to be more talented than him because he's a better recruiter and a tireless recruiter. But you got the feeling that eventually Jim Harbaugh said, here are my cards, and I'm going to play them well enough to beat you. And I'm good enough to beat you. At Which the end the- of the day... Is Georgia and Alabama still more talented? Probably. And that's Probably. actually the biggest difference. You're right. Harbaugh versus Saban, it's it's close. I think Harbaugh does win on the coaching, getting the most out of the players. Harbaugh, this is why this is why Michigan, I think, would beat Georgia too. I told you all this at the beginning of the year. Mike Bobo is a terrible offensive coordinator. If they had a halfway decent offensive coordinator, Georgia coasts to the national to a third straight national title because they're by far the most talented team in college football this year. But they have an offense coordinator who is was was mentored and developed by drunken Ray Goff, as you like to say, and coaches like Ray Goff. As I like to say, we had a player say that to Which us. You did. He coaches like Ray Goff. And Mike Bobo is going I'm 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 saying it. George is never winning a national title with Mike Bobo as offensive coordinator. You heard it here first. They are he's never going to win them a national title again. They better get rid of him. They better get rid of him because they're not going to win it. He's going to look like Arthur Smith was as head coach of the Falcons over the past year. So it is a this is a guarantee Georgia won't get back to the title game with Mike Bobo as offensive coordinator. And that's why Michigan would have beaten Georgia this year. 